Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome. Damn it, well, to another episode of A Little Something, the number two wine about with your hostesses, with the toasted Siobhan Camille. Hey, y'all. And Ta'a Michelle. We're sips get real and we wine while we wine. Grab a glass of your favorite red, white Pinot de Agua and join us on the couch. It is third Wednesday and we're this is the wine with the guys. We brought the OG guys back and we're going to talk about manhood and masculinity myths, y'all. We're going to address some of these myths. We're going to have fellas tell lies, us lies. some of the myths that's out here. And I'm curious because I was on YouTube aside real quick. I was on YouTube. By the way, if you're listening to this, you should just come on over to YouTube. Hi, we're on here. Um, yeah, you can see all Siobhan's curls. She's curly. Yeah, I'm curly today. Um, but no, it was a thing on YouTube and I was talking about, it was a woman talking over. She was like, you know, men being lonely and all this, this stuff. And it was a whole bunch of dudes that was just like going in on, just on it, it, was, it was interesting. It was interesting. I mean, I saw something too. I saw, um, I watched Patrick Cloud. He's a comedian. He, he's funny. Um, and he did like, he bought up this thing that was going around, supposed to went viral about things that mas- things that masculine men shouldn't do. And when I say it was, I was like, huh? What? So if, and he was even like, what? And this doesn't make sense. So we want to talk about some of these myths. We're going to talk some about some of these myths on today. On today, as they say in the church house places, <laughs> on today. In the hood, they say, in this right here. <laughs> in this right here. In this right here, mm. in this right here episode, <laughs> we gonna do this conversation. And I only say that because my Brazilian friend said that this girl was like, "Yeah, I don't, I do coffee," and she's like, "I don't think that that's right." She meant make. I said, "Whoa, well, you do, you could, you can do coffee. You can do tea, oh, like legit tea. Not got, well, I, I mean, in I your bathroom trash can, dear. Uh-huh. Then you put it in there. Then put it in that. Y'all be real parents around here, so please don't get it twisted. You will see the side. You will that see right here the parental path. The parental. Uh, okay. You will oh. also get parental experience. Okay. <laughs> oh. Period. Parenting does not stop. Okay. I would say parental discretion is advised. No. Nope. No. No. <laughs> I'm not going to say that because I guarantee you, whatever we're saying, somebody else's kids probably need to hear. So. <laughs> I got a song playing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, so grab a glass of your favorite red, white, Pinot de Agua and join us on the clou- clouch. On the clouch. On the clouch. The couch in the clouds. Hey, y'all. Hope y'all have a productive week. It has been an adventure, as you can tell, for us. Um, but we here. We back at it. And here we go again. And all that jazz. Um, for those who are new, this part of the show is our Poppy Grapes experience. It just simply means we are trying a new wine for the first time. Um, and be sure you stick with us till the end to get our uh, Poppy Grapes experience wine review, our cheers to that wine review. Um, so you can hear, you know, what our thought process is on these lovely wines. 
And here's some good stuff in between there about this here topic, okay? Um, so, Sissy Le Beaufort, what is your popping grapes experience today if you are having one? So, yes, for this here local April, we have, I'm back in Maryland, so this is Maryland wine. I don't know, I had New York. <laughs> uh, Far Eastern Shore Winery, which is down the street from us. This is their Lotus. Um, like a flower. Lotus yeah, flower. I really like it I just like the name Lotus, so that's why we bought this. Um, it's got some stuff on the back. We'll get into that. It's a white for those who aren't watching. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to trying their lotus because we had their autumn and their autumn was really good. Okay, okay, that's great. We have on hand the it's a Virginia wine. We are not in Virginia, but we are in the DMV. The V counts. The V counts. DMV matters, and this is a 2021 Chardonnay made by Jefferson Dreams. I have a dream today. I was trying to see if there's something on. I mean, there's words on the back. Oh, yeah, I got a description of the Chardonnay. Okay. Y'all know that's not traditional Thai Michelle style. So we'll see. Like, it's like two paragraphs. It's like one about the winery, the other one about the Chardonnay. So it got some stuff on it. It got a book on the back. Okay. <laughs> 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 so here we go. Yeah, ready to no longer be taste bud virgins. Taste. Oh my God. Wow. Oh no. That's. <laughs> yep, that happened. Okay, so, all right, Sharon. What is your first myth you got to ask the guys? Throw, we just gonna jump in there. Today, today, I was on YouTube and it's this woman named Courtney and she was talking about there's a rise in men that are lonely or whatever. And, and I, I didn't really, I didn't listen. I'm almost saying, I didn't listen. I didn't listen. It was suggested I didn't listen. Go straight to the comments because I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear. And this one dude actually said it like, yo, she's a woman. Like, while well, I get what she's doing, like, you still can't. I want to hear what men, men folk had to say. And a lot of them in the comments were like this. It was stated, this was like the running, cause you know, you get the, the theme. The running theme in the comments was that men do not feel comfortable sharing their emotions or feelings with girlfriends. It really wasn't about why I would hope that you back by that point, but girlfriends, because they felt that the minute a man shows vulnerability, that that's when his girlfriend goes to go find somebody else because women see vulnerability as a sign of weakness. And you, of course, had women in the comments that were like, oh, no, that's not true. Did I, you gotta do like, yes, it is with my experience and I'm not invalidating. Don't invalidate my experience. To that point, true. Don't do that, ladies. Don't invalidate his experience. But I was just like, huh, interesting. So it was, it was that. So I, I have my own personal thoughts on it, but I'd like to hear, I do too. I do too. I'd like to hear from the fellas. Damn, everybody reached for the glass. Why when I asked one of the guys questions? You guys know that they always go straight for the glass. It's a little janky. I'm starting. I'm gonna answer for you. I'm gonna answer for you. I'm being hold on. I feel like Marsha should answer first because I know my <laughs> why why I can't answer the question. I didn't no, say you no, could. No, no. I don't know what Marsha's drinking over here. So maybe I'm gonna, 
I'm going to answer it. Okay. Okay. In my perspective on it. My perspective on it is yes. And this, this speaks for depending on who the woman is. A lot of times, us as men, we don't want to be vulnerable with our significant other for the fact that if you choose the wrong one to be vulnerable with, they will weaponize. Not only will they, will some women feel like, oh, now oh, I didn't, he, I didn't see this vulnerable moment. Now I feel like he, that he's not as strong to me as he appeared. But they will later come up where now we get in this argument. And let's say I'm winning the argument because I have valid points. Now you weaponize and you throw, you throw up something that I gave you in confidence back in my face, which means nine out of 10 times, I'm probably never going to tell you anything along that level again. So now you're, you're completely out of that box. So we may be together, but you're never going to get that piece of me ever again for anything else that'll make me feel vulnerable. So it okay. all depends in, because not all women do it, but there are some that do it. And men, men and women alike, there are some that do it, where I, I told you a secret that was, that I felt, because I felt safe with you. And then you just showed me, you throw it back up. Now I don't feel safe with you when it comes to my secrets. Facts. I mean, it is. Society and everything else has us painted as just being a hard creature. That's what you're supposed to be. Women don't go and look for the softest man. They don't go look for the crying man. They might say that that's a feature that's okay, but if you, it takes the right connection to ever see that side. I can honestly say everybody has not seen that side of me. Period. It, there's nobody that can really comment except for this person right here. And she's been around me for a lot. She's been around me for a lot, but it takes, it just takes a level of comfort to even get to that point. A lot of times, if we ever get to the point where we feel like we're about to break, we go hard. And it's not a, it's not a pretty picture. We change what that emotion is because we're taught and we're trained to change. A lot of time, pain, pain turns to anger for us because that's what we've been taught to display. Now you can't be weak. So instead of me, me feeling like I'm soft now, now I, I get mad. Now I'm angry. Now I'm hard again. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So we are saying that that narrative is correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. So do you think that that only, that is something that only males do? Or is that something that you see females do as well? They have that same mentality. I've seen women do it, but it's, I don't want to say, yeah, yes, yeah, uh, it's more acceptable. Yes. Yeah. It's more acceptable for a woman to be <laughs> than a man, if that makes any sense. It's more acceptable for a woman to be, I'm sorry, say that again. For, for a woman to be. Oh. I don't want to say play victim because that's not yeah. the right word, but, but emotionally, emotionally, emotionally yeah. is more acceptable for you guys. Because I, I'll tell you what, you see, and I'm a little different because I'm going to put it like this. I know Rob. So if I see Rob crying, there's something wrong. I don't care what anybody got going on. I'm going to Rob to figure out what the, what has just happened in this universe. 
that has put you there. But if there's some random dude on the street, I'm not going to say that I'm going to be like, oh, you punk ass bitch. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't know if I said it on there. <laughs> but it, he may be treated on that level, you know, or it might be, I oh, mean, he must really going through something and keep it pushing. But let one of y'all cry and see how many people are truly coming to, hey, what, what's up? What's going on? Well, men, kind of. At least the ones that and that's why I asked that question. Well, I'll put it like this, but that's how society paints it. Here, here's what I want. I don't say. think so. See, that's why I asked that question to example. a certain extent. Hold on, this is what I say. Hold on, hold on. This is why I say what I say, because as a woman, you know, yes, you would think we are supposed to be the smaller creatures, not smaller, we are supposed to be the softer creatures, the, oh, lean into our femininity and all of that stuff. However, as a woman, we feel that way too. If I show this guy how vulnerable I am, he takes that as a sign of weakness. And now he can take that and try to gaslight, manipulate, you know, me in, in my train of thought and, and my ways and, you know, who I am. So we have those same things. We have those same thoughts. So that's why I ask that because I think Sometimes in situations like this, we're played against each other when in actuality, we're the same. I agree. That was my, my thing was this when I heard these things, when I read these comments, was two things came to my mind. Number one, because somebody was like, some guy, and it wanted to be a guy, it wanted to be watching guys in these comments go at each other, which was nice because Usually a woman inserts herself, and there were a couple, but inserts herself, and then it becomes man versus woman. You know, like, and it was a guy who was like, yo, y'all chose, if if this woman is manipulating you, to, to the husband's point, you're cho- you chose the wrong woman. Like, get a different shit. Don't generalize all women because of one bad experience. And of course, then people were coming at him about no, 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 because it's easier to... <laughs> it's easier to play victim. Male and female, men and women both do this. If you go, no, it's not my fault, it's that person's fault. Or it's not even just that person individually, it's women who do this. It's men who do this. Instead of, I chose wrong, you know, that probably, I I chose wrong, I, I put my trust in the wrong person. I acknowledge that, as we said in Trusting After Trauma, I acknowledge my responsibility part, and I'm going to change that. What I also will say, and I found it funny in reading this was because the person, Courtney is, is white. Most of these dudes in this comments are probably white. I have to look and say, my experience as a black woman ain't been there. Because the culture, to, as a black woman, I've heard many a time in my life, man up. As a woman, I've been told Period. as a woman to man up. There, and my response to that is, I'm not a man. But we, but that is part of the culture, and that's why when I when I when I heard, because even dudes were like, women get along, get away with you know being emotional. Women get away with playing. Women get away with X, Y, and Z. I was like, yes, but no. Like it, it get as a black woman in this country, it gets on its fine dancing line because mm-hmm. our culture does not abide. Get blurred. They get real blurred because our culture doesn't abide by weakness in anybody man, woman, or child. It really doesn't. So that's another reason to her point of us pitted against each other because general society, um, general American society will say women, as, as women, we should be able to be soft. But internally, the black community says, don't you dare. 
because of everything she said, you will be extremely taken advantage of. Everybody sees a sign of weakness and they attack it. So I think that's where we, as Black people specifically, tend to have a whole lot of issues is because both parties are trying to man up because both groups are being told to man up. I don't cry around. You have to be a special type of somebody. I think Michelle has seen me cry twice in the amount of times that I've known her because you got to And with my emotional self, I was like, oh, shit. Because I know, man. Like, I don't. And I do. But I'm more prone to cry, cry out of anger. And that's why I understand pain turning to anger. So I understand and I empathize with you. But that was just my personal, my little question, Pivot. So thank you, fellas, for it. <laughs> okay. You know, so. Wine is strong, I hope this, I think this will be a little bit lighter. This will be a lot on the lighter tip. Um, so like I was saying, I was watching the day with Patrick Cloud and he had a list. So I'm gonna just pick one of the things off the list. And when I heard it, I was like, what? It was like men going to brunch with their guy friends is not masculine. No. How do you use truth or false? Um, what what type of brunch? I'll I'll say that because and the reason I say that is I'm because, not talking about you no know, drag no, brunch. No, 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 but that's not what I'm talking about. See, because we've been to some brunches where I can see myself being like, yo, we can go here with the fellas. Like where it's all you can eat type thing. Big, yeah. yeah, it's a big smorgasbord. It's an open bar. You know what I'm saying? So you're not sipping mimosas all morning. You, you but the question is, you call it brunch? No, but that's what I'm saying. And, he was like, and, most and sit, bottomless mimosas, this, this, that, and the other. Like, of course, at most brunches, you can get other. But that's what people think about. When they say, oh, we going to brunch, you think automatically bottomless mimosas. But for most of most men, if we're drinking mimosas, most of the time, we win our woman. Right. When we not with our woman, we not drinking no damn mimosa. We drinking whiskey, bring me a bourbon, tequila. Like, and and we'll probably we'll. The funny thing is, we'll be in there just as long as you guys are in there, and that's because we in there cutting up. Like we in there going back and forth, talking trash. We just seen somebody walk in. We talking trash about them. Like we telling stories. Like that's that's what we do. So to me, it's, it's it's very masculine because it's it's one of them things where you can get out with your guy friends and enjoy yourself, relax and release. Like you know what I'm saying? Relax. And, and relax. I feel like I, I feel like I feel like we need that. I feel like we need that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so many times where a lot of times you're working so much, you don't get that. That's fact. You don't get that. Facts. And sometimes that two hours. That shit can make a world different. You turn around and be good for the next two weeks. And you be sitting there like, what's so funny? You have to think about something we talked about at breakfast last week, man. Well, what was it? No, nah, it wasn't for you. It wasn't for you. With <laughs> 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 that combo, like, man, that, that look, was fun. <laughs> I'll agree. I've never been to a brunch with a bunch of dudes, though, so I don't know. And the first one that walks in and goes, hey, I'm out. I'm out. Like, I just want to let you know I'm out. <laughs> I ain't here for that. I feel like not, I feel like if some of y'all got together and one of y'all walked in and said, hey, all y'all would be like, sit your ass down. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
Either but, that, knowing us, we probably would respond back with the yes, same. Hey, yes. sit down. Uh, you know, like, because <laughs> y'all just know what be like. <clears throat> but so to that point, like when he was saying that, he was saying it was funny because he was like, I like mimosas. <laughs> I was like, right. Who who said mimosas had to be a girly drink? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Because it I don't have comes in a flute. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why. That's why. It's in well, that shit. Well, we, we well, but I'm with you. I on New Year's Eve. It's not a girl drink. I drank out the bottle. Nothing you know. I'm a, I'm, I'm a nigga. <laughs> I think part of it though is is obvious <laughs> to that point because we've been like I'm thinking of where. Me, you, and Eureka went for brunch in December. I don't see them going there. Two no. years. But yeah. we all went for brunch with like mom and pop to the where the waffles. Yeah, no. the buffet. I could see them I just know. going. Half no. Yeah. Well, where, where I took her last year, I can see us going there. So I think part of it is also ambiance, honestly, and I think that that. Death understated as we get older, but it's true. The the look of a place can change some things if you got dra- green, dra- you know, pink drapery. Yeah, I'm walking out. Wow. <laughs> but why did they have um, like the best chicken and waffles or the best grits or like the best? They like, still not going by themselves. I'm not going. Nah. We're going to call y'all. We're going to say we got a table of eight and there's four of us and everybody right. got a ten between them. Right. Now I feel comfortable again. Right. I told you I would check it later. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, but like, and so when he said it, I was like, well, that's, I mean, do I understand brunch at one point was definitely advertised as something, Women. you know, the girls can get together and do, but I feel like over the years, it has definitely evolved into um, a quote-unquote unisex activity. <laughs> I feel know, like it needs to be stated. <laughs> it needs to be stated again. If we walk in and this is like, you know, the pretty flowers, the pink drapes, and the... Sure. You know, if I walk in, I hear you yeah. a drag show in 30 minutes. Whoa, yeah. Well, first of all, I'm check, not going to a drag show. Right. Check, please. Not, this this was never advertised. I feel like the only place that's acceptable is Vegas. I have no interest whatsoever in seeing that. Um, that's <clears> just not my cup of tea. I have had known plenty of people to go to them. And I will always tell them, y'all have fun. Call me afterwards if y'all do something else. I don't want to see that. That's just, and that's me. I don't like drag shows. I, I, I can't. I can't do. I've been to a bunch of drag shows. They've been, <laughs> yes, they've been fun. I can't do that. So, um, it's out in Vegas. They don't necessarily state. Well, at least years ago, they didn't state it was a drag show. They just said it was a free brunch or free food. And you know, when you're out in Vegas, finding free free food doesn't really work. I just remember being there like years ago and was like. Oh man, everybody standing in line. And I was just like, yo, that's a really dude looking chick. That's just guys got shoulders. And I remember sitting down and everybody was getting ready and this thing came out doing this. And I was like, oh, we at the wrong show. Hey, Harry B, guys. Harry B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I'm not wasting my plate, but because uh, <laughs> you know, they like to come out and interact with the off with the with the audience, you know? I no. don't have the right vibes for that. I don't, I don't have the right vibes, but I, you would definitely know that I felt like I was out of place. 
I, I, I eat food real quick, like, hey, free food. Yeah, I wouldn't even have ate. Like, that's what I'm saying. For me, that's just not my, my thing. I would have been like, and it's at this moment, I'm done. I'm ready to go. Like, I don't I, want anything else. You know what I'm saying? It ain't too much. It's going to stop me from eating. The difference you between know, us. I, <laughs> I, they, they were over there. I'm right here. I'm, food, food, I ain't got food. Food is food. Well, if food is food, then the no, ambiance no, 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 should have no, no, been. No, the ambiance was really. Here's the thing. If it I walk in and ain't got a plate yet, and I see it, then I'm not getting a plate. Once I just sat down to my plate, I'm committed to my plate. Yeah, I got the food now. The commitment. Because the question becomes, can we walk out with this? We can't. I'm going to stand over by the door. Uh-huh. Okay. So another question for, for, for masculine myths myth, myth and such. Do you... How much of your self-value is based on your sexual prowess? I'm trying to find a real adult way to say that without <laughs> you How much are you saying how much is, is in how many women you you said? I'm saying in how many women in the ability to reproduce because I know many dudes that are like, oh, I'm not getting cut and snipped because well, that I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I for me. The reproduction part, I don't, that's, anybody can do that. Yeah, most most men, not all, but most men can do that. So to me, that doesn't make you masculine, quote unquote. It just, it makes you a man, biologically. <laughs> it makes you a man. Right. <laughs> but that doesn't make you masculine. Um, but as far as conquering women, I don't even, I, I feel like that's, that's society thing. Cause I wasn't even taught that growing up, even with watching, you know, my sperm donor, you know, travel from chick to chick, <laughs> but no, it's just, I, what I do understand is the appetite for, for as a straight man and depending on what, what it is that you do, a lot of times, I think a lot of females don't realize that, you know, the more active a man is, it raises those levels. A lot of times, the more active we are, the more horny we are. Like, it gets to a point where, like, if I'm working out two, three times a day, and, and, I'm, and I happen to be around a female, yes, I'm definitely going to be a little triggered, like, you know? And if I'm around my female, I'm even more triggered. So it's not that it's the only thing on my mind. It's those levels then rose up. What do you want me to do? <laughs> okay. I mean, he said a mouthful with him. <laughs> nah, um, I don't know. I remember, I remember being around guys that was like, oh man, I got her, I got her, I got her. And I'm like, you have to catch some. <laughs> First thing I said was, you're on catch stuff. Oh man, I was with her last night. I got her. She coming up. I'm like, damn, yeah, man, I'm out here. I'm big in the streets. And I'm just like, dang, like, I've always been the tight man. I, you know, it, 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 I guess it is like a conquest thing when it comes to the woman you desire. Hmm. When it comes to the woman you desire and you find it as a challenge. Especially yeah. if you find it as a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, um, you do. 
You, I've, I've, I've definitely had my moments on that. I won't say I haven't. I've definitely had my moments on that. And sometimes the bad thing, and that's men and women, sometimes that one you desire may not even be technically available, but it's still one of them watch I can still get them. Yeah, and, I, I, and, and, and it, there, there is, it's a lot of satisfaction in, in the chase. You know what I'm saying? If, if, I, if, if you were chasing it and you, and you get your break, uh. I, I will give it to the chase. That that may that may be the same. The chase. Okay. Are, <laughs> we gonna say cheers to the chase. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna say cheers. I, I will definitely say this um, when it comes to that too and we're all adults here so when it comes to being in the bedroom if, if you ain't getting no satisfaction yeah that could possibly bring i think one of the worst things about the chase is if you finally get to the bedroom and you find out that that john is trash <laughs> like the, the biggest disappointment <laughs> The big, especially if it's somebody like you that had your eye on, you was like, oh man, I, if if she let me, mama do X, Y, Z, and then you get a chance and you like, it wasn't what even was worth it. It wasn't even worth it. <laughs> what, how did I get here? I did all that for what? what? I did. I did. one of them, let me hold you be like, why is this dude still, still running behind her? And and I'd have been there and it's, it's not that great. Like, <laughs> It's a boy color. 
um, what are your thoughts on that? Is that true for, or is that true or false? Is there a girl color? Is there a boy color? Like, what just general aesthetics? Like, what like, what are masculine and feminine masculine aesthetics? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. Y'all know it's true. Yes, it's true. That's why at gender reveals, you don't see gender neutral colors. Blue if it's a boy, pink if it's a girl. Right. Period. Some men are comfortable wearing pink. I'm not that man. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting my sons in pink. Nope. I'm not wearing pink. I had like one purple shirt, shirt and it was a dress yeah. shirt, but yeah. it's one of those things that for me, no. And I understand the whole you get ready to dress up, you want to put on a different color. And that's casual. Everyday wear, you're not going to catch me in no pink or purple. No. You may not even catch me in the yellow because that's still a soft color to me. Everybody has a difference in opinion. But right. yellow is, is a soft color to me. So it the pastels. It depends on the yellow for me, but you're not going to see me out here looking like a straight bumblebee. So, no neon, no neon. Um, sorry, you know, I had some soccer shoes once upon a time that was like tennis ball, yellow, green, whatever color that is. That that was there, that's um, green, right? Purple, but that's a color, that's a royal color. So, I guess I see purple and I think royalty. So, it depends on the purple. The purple that I had on for your birthday was fine. It was more of a darker. It was a darker purple, like. But that's why. That's what's funny about it, like, because because when I was going to play, you know, in in college, it was going to be cute, and we know they purple and gold. Right. But like I said, it's it's that dark, rich purple. Yep. It's not that 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 pastel, pastel, pastel purple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like it's one of this. It, it, it's it's not that Easter Bunny purple. Too many people use that, so I call them the ladies. The lady. On the lady. That's what I, you know. So I, I put the little bow on. That's what you get. I wear it all month, too, if you want. I'm a true supporter. So, so where do you put the bow at? Wherever, wherever, wherever. Wherever she wants. Wherever she wants me to put it. Oh, well, God. <laughs> I say that. But I'm going to tell you what, if she said, hey, look, put it on your back pocket. Okay, we're done. We're done. Not playing the game anymore. Yeah. Well, say that, Shaw. Just saying. What to What numbers? Put the pink breast on your back pocket. I'm not going to tell you to sit on this. I'm not too much there. There's too much, and I'm not going to tell you. 
So why do you think, okay, so what makes you look at a color and say, okay, this is masculine and this is, this is not? The programming. Yes, definitely. Point that it's not, that's just what it is. Definite program. You know, when Cam when, came when we out, had real cartoons. When Cam came out with the pink fur on, I was like, no, this nigga didn't. I remember that. Yeah, I did too. He had that. And then he put the pink old schools on. And I was like, oh, you gone there. Then he went and got the pink Lambo. And I was like, he's he gone. All pink, everything. Was like, he's gone. We we gonna blame it on camera. Cameron started it, you know. Well, what, what about the Pink Panther? The Pink Panther was very masculine. That was about a getting in trouble. But he can't help his skin color. Right. <laughs> right. He was born that way. All right. That was a that was a skin color thing. <laughs> we can't we can't do nothing about that. Oh, okay. So there's exceptions. It could be for a cartoon skin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can't do nothing about that. <laughs> that was one of my favorite cartoons. And, and they made they made him pink because they didn't want to make him black. Well, we, uh, the pink we Panther know. Wasn't it? <laughs> Look at all the shit he went through. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally just walking. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I smell pink Panther though. That was like my show. That was my, that was, no, my dad, not of you not. My dad loved the Pink Panther. So much to the point on his flip phone that he still has to this day. The ringtone to that is the theme song to the Pink Panther. I love oh the Pink Panther. <laughs> like, my dad loved the Pink Panther. Like, but you would have thought that was my father's best friend. <laughs> like, that was a good show. Pink Panther was my number one. And then I used to rock Rocky and Bowl. Oh, that was my other joint. And then I, I was watching And then Droopy. Because Droopy made me laugh. Droopy was just like, go. No. <laughs> I was Pink Panther and Woody the Woodpecker. Mm-hmm. No, I like Pink Panther, Rocky and Bullwinkle, and it was really because of Boris and Natasha. And then Droopy. I can see that in your personality. Droopy mm-hmm. Droopy. I can definitely see Boris and Natasha. I watched it for Natasha to just say Moose and Squirrel. I'm here for her. I'm not even gonna lie. And then Droopy because he threw shade. Like he didn't really and say. See, I can see Droopy in your personality. Droopy was my guy because I would just wait. He always just would. People would be crazy with us would be going on around him, and he was like, "I'm gonna wait. Having a bad day? Let me make it worse." I love, mm-hmm. I love Droopy. Not not oh. that one. Look that. It's an old topic. Favorite car- favorite cartoon character. Oh, see, I had a I had a lot. Um, no, 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 no. You you can have ones that you like, but you you got one that stands out that you automatically I, name. Um. So, but that's what I'm saying. For me, it's two. From on the male side, it would be Mickey Mouse. I my dad's name is Michael. I'm Michelle. Mickey Mouse is always a big person. His name is Michael, but his everybody calls him Mickey. Absolutely. Mickey. And I was always little Mickey. Like, so Mickey Mouse was just a thing for me. Um, oh, hush. Um, and outside of that, it was Betty Boo. Um, and that spoke to the dancer in me. It spoke to the prince in me. It spoke to the show person. And like, so it was those two. But 
I can't not mention Papa because you couldn't tell me I wasn't strong. So. Mm-hmm. Siobhan's witness this firsthand. How many glasses she broke? <laughs> I ate me spinach, okay? Two Sirocs. I, I was cousin for two Sirocs, I will say. I, didn't I ate me spinach. Don't play. Don't come for me. <laughs> I think that was possible. I said, hey, can you open this? Whoa. You all right? Eric, you okay? You all right? Somebody help you. Are you bleeding? You're not bleeding. So you damaged. You good. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then it was the next one at somebody's birthday. Hey, can you open this? Oh, yeah. Shh, shh. We will never ask Michelle to open another bottle of Ciroc. I don't know what you got against Ciroc. So you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mine, this is what comes to mind because I really wish I had more time to think. Um, My first thought, I'm just going on first thought. First thought, favorite female character, Susie Carmichael from The Rugrats. Because she was the only one that could check and Susie Carmichael is who I feel that my spirit, my spirit person. Okay. Because she say she always stood up for the little babies for Tommy and them, for Tommy and them. She was stood up for Tommy and them. But she will go to bat against Angelica, like, bitch, see me. I was here for Susie. <laughs> I love Susie when they introduced Susie. Couldn't tell me nothing about Susie. I was here for Susie. Even though um, the only black character, the whitest name. <laughs> Susie. Susie Carmichael, listen, <laughs> listen. She was, she wasn't, she was bougie. She was bougie, Susie, under all of that. But she could get, she could, Angelica could get it. Mm. She learned real quick. That ain't the one. That ain't the one. Um, male. My favorite male, I guess, would be. I don't know. I don't think I, you know what, I realized I didn't really watch a whole lot of cartoons. The cartoons I watched were like really, really inappropriate, probably as a child. Well, most of us did, but we were we were also taught to think. That's why yeah, we just watched those cartoons. I don't know. I was like the Disney princesses and like Rugrats and stuff, and then like Droopy and Rock, like Bullwinkle and all them. I don't really, I don't really know. But I, I will say this to the point that was said about me earlier about like Boris and Natasha. I think I always attached to characters that like reminded me of me or that I aspired to be like and most of them were the intelligent and the strong and like even like down to droopy like the the quiet who didn't really say much that was like why a lot of the Hanna Barbara like the the who was it the one that talked all the time Huckleberry Hound and all them got all my things they never shut up Huckleberry Hound and then what was the one that exit stage right even um uh what is his name? Oh, oh goodness, Exit. I can't think of his name. Snaggy? It was Snaggy. Yeah. Yeah. Exit, stage range, even. He reminded me of one of my uncles, so he always made me kind of <laughs> laugh. But I really couldn't I couldn't stand really Snaggle, but and it wasn't what he said, it was just his tone of voice, because I had somebody in my family that spoke like that and I was just like, oh boy. Um, <laughs> That's how I don't know. I think my my go to I mean they older. My go-to would be Susie Carmichael. And after that, um I think any of the guy characters I like. The first one now that's coming to mind is Samurai Jack. But I think another reason that Samurai that it would be Samurai Jack was the fact he really didn't say much. 
he went after Yagu. He didn't really say much. He barely talked. But like, what he said was so funny because he was like lost in like lost in time. And he was trying to figure out like what what are the social cues and parameters. I've walked with honor. I don't know. That kind of that kind of thing just is funny and cute to me. No, I lied. Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> Dexter. It would be Dexter. It took me, I had to go through the Cartoon Network line of the Dexter. Dexter It was Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. I love the way he talked. He was extremely intelligent. If anybody who, y'all have watched this long enough, y'all know, I'm here for the smart man. I'm here for the smart. And Dexter was extremely smart and funny. And the little, the the weird dude with the big head who liked Dee Dee, his uh, uh, Yes, yes. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. But I yes, can't think of his name, but the, he was tall with the big, yeah. Yeah. He, where's, your, where's your dude, where's your sister? Oh, my, whatever his name was, he was just like, I was like, ugh. Dexter was always disgusted by everything. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, ugh. Diddy. Oh, wow. I, oh, I used to love how Didi used to just take him from zero to like five thousand. <laughs> but I love them. And then probably after Susie and my my runner my runner up will be the Powerpuff Girls. Not Blossom. I like Buttercup and I like Bubble. I didn't care for Blossom. But if you know, I never liked the leader of like anything. But I like Buttercup because I felt relatable to Buttercup. Bubble kind. Bubble got on my nerves until that one episode where like somebody like ripped the head off her off. and pissed her off. And she was like, I was like, oh, oh, snap. Oh, Bubble. Cause she's high guys. I was like, oh, she's annoying. And then she went from zero to a thousand. I said, well, hey, Bubbles. So I only saw myself as like a Bubbles character until everybody told me how for you blossom. Everybody told me I was Blossom from Jump Street. No, everybody told me I was Buttercup from Jump Street. Nene Butter- was always Buttercup. Like, Nene had Buttercup down packed, like, no matter what. But I was like, oh, I can be Bubbles. I know I'm the oldest, but I want to be Bubbles. And everybody was like, no, you're Blossom. I was like, I was giving Blossom. My dad came home one day with a Blossom stuffed animal, with a Blossom stuffed doll. And I said, well, how do you really feel? He's like, well, I know that you like them. And I'm like, that ain't what this, that ain't shame. Did you? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'm that mean. I think I'm a bubbling person. But my supervisor told me that I am, what did she say? I told her, I told her, I was like, I'm not nice. I mean, and she was like, yeah, but you're bubbly. She was like, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm a bubbly mean person. Like that's what she said. She was like, Bubble. I definitely I own Buttercup. I will own that. I yeah, I I've been com- so basically, y'all, we have been who we are. I've been committed to this personality since I was 12 years old. Like <laughs> I've been committed to this personality for 20 years and I ain't gonna, ain't gonna And I have 50 personalities and I'm committed to all 50 of them, okay? <laughs> it just depends on the date. Marsha, yeah. Right. Uh, you know what? I don't even really know. Like, I'm old school, so if I had to go with anybody, it'd be the Whistling Kid from Silverhawks. And I know y'all don't remember the Silverhawks, but it had to be the Whistling Kid because I'm going to tell you, he didn't say shit. He just did. 
They called him in. He was the youngest of the bunch, but he was a stone cold killer. This dude ain't do nothing but whistle. And whatever the problem was, he'd take out and he went back on his way. And I'm like, that's it right there. I don't have nothing to say to you. Everybody else was like, you stand for the name of justice. And this wasn't the kid was like, look, done. I'm over here chilling. And that's it. So I, I had to say on the on the on the boy side was that. On the girl side, I'm stuck between two, but one's not really a girl. It was a female robot. Oh. It was Rosie from off of Richie Rich. Because Rosie did what she was supposed to do. She'd fix it, but then she went and got Richie Rich. And let me tell you what the heck you did wrong. You know what I mean? Like, she wouldn't like the rest of them. Yes, master. Yes, sir. Yes, this. No, she let them know real quick. Like, I'm going to fix this. You messed up. Off the Jeffersons? No. no. Richie Rich. Richie Rosie. Rich. Rosie. Richie. I don't think I saw that cartoon. I saw the movie. I, I saw the movie too. He, we know he like twenty eight years older do than all. Of don't do that. Don't do that. I don't know. And then my animal is smuggling. <laughs> my animal is smuggling. Dick Dastard's dog off of Hanna Barbera. Oh, I didn't know we were doing animals. Like, I, I just, I had to throw that out had there. A character. Uh, I had to throw that out there. I mean, it's a character. Smuggling was I good or bad. He was just smuggling was like out here. Uh, I'm doing bad things, but if something happens bad to you, I'm gonna laugh at you too. That's okay. Okay, yours was an alien, what? Yeah, mine's tatted on Marvin the Martian. Oh, yeah. Marvin the Martian. <laughs> <laughs> I did like Marvin the Martian cartoons. His thing never worked out right. Well, yeah, I mean, they could. They was one of them. He was always going across uh, against that damn bunny that they loved so much. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else would have been dead. You know? bugs. <laughs> but you, you you can't you kill bugs then what? Then you get a protest. Right. Mickey Mouse. Kill bugs, kill you Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But he was persistent. Yeah. I feel like our cartoons had the most persistent villains. Ever. Like if we needed to be taught persistence, our villains. <laughs> Taught us Harvey Martian, Elmer Fudd, because they both. The Coyote. Mm-hmm. Wild Wiley Coyote. Coyote. Tasmanian Devil. That's my mommy's yeah. favorite. Yeah. That's my mommy's favorite is Taz. And that's my honorable mention favorite because it's my mommy's that's favorite. Pew. Look. Oh, Lord. Get you arrested. <laughs> get you arrested. Don't. Fuck. It was just an example of persistence. <laughs> but Peppy, they banned Peppy yeah. cartoons after yeah. a while. And I don't, I hate them for doing that. They banned Peppy. I laughed at Peppy. Peppy made me laugh because he just, mm-hmm. and thank you, mm-hmm. he made me laugh too because he just, both of them. Yes. Like we had the persistent, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Tom, no Tom, Tom and Jerry. No, that cat, nobody was more persistent than that cat. Yeah, Tom was going to get it. Anyway. Tom, that cat taught you persistence. He was determined. That man that sat on fire, slammed nails, like poison, (laughs) 
You went through everything. But that's what I'm saying. You go back to the OGs, to, to Rocky and Bullwinkle, Boris and Natasha every week. They were not giving up that ghost. They were there. Mm-hmm. They were there. We will get every week. We're going to get Moose and Squirrel. Right. Do you. It's not going to end that way. But we gonna, you get that Moose and Mm. Mojo, Jojo, you can tell him nothing. My favorite villain in Powerpuff Girls is him. And it was his voice. It was the voice. Him's voice. Hello. Mojo, Jojo is my man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a huge digression. <laughs> I blame the husband, though, who always talks about we take digression. Y'all too. First of all, I asked for a character. Y'all wanted to do men and women. I said, a character. I a did. Saint. We did. Is a man and a character woman. is singular. Correct, Marshall? We did singular. We went to, we went to my first, my second, my third, my honorable mention. <laughs> when I was 16, it was somebody totally did. We, we, we went way over there. I'm just saying, like, when I was little, it was a campaign. First of all, because they changed characters as we get older. They ended up. Right. You know, we outgrossed. Well, I never outgrossed. Because if I go to middle school, then I got to go to Daria. Like, her cast line. Jane would be who I would, I would like. Doug Funny. Um, yeah, Arnold. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we're going to say... My clean was better. <laughs> now my clean was better. Um. Okay, oh. so Far Eastern Shore Winery loaded. It doesn't have a year. Sorry, y'all. Um, with the important stuff, it is seven point five alcohol by volume because we decided we're gonna start telling y'all because y'all need to know. So it says in China. The exotic lychee fruit is considered the king of fruits. Our white wine foundation highlights and complements the sweet, tangy lychee. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but y'all with me. Fruit and finishes with a hint of ripe strawberries. Serve gently chilled and enjoy with everything from Asian-inspired dishes to macaroni and cheese. Here's the thing. This here is a light white, um, not heavy at all, and not acidic, smooth. But there's nothing, it's, there's nothing there. This is definitely good with food because it's not going to get in the way. Um, I can see it with Asian dishes. I can even see it with pasta, something. I won't say heavy. You don't want to do heavy seasoning. This would be good with like a cheese, your pasta seasoning can't have all the basil and stuff, all the Italian seasons that people like to throw on it moderately if you're going to do this. Because um, that will just get in the way it have like I guess that was the strawberries, but to me it had like a, a hint of like a melon to it. Mm. And I just I it was I wanted to like it more than I did. Autumn is still best it's still their best thing that I've had from them. We've had autumn winter and now lotus. Um this was better than winter, although lighter much lighter than winter, but not as good as autumn. So like um me personally I would give this a 2.75. Like it's a little less than average. I think if you're going to eat this with something cool, it's not something that I would like grab again. It's probably, you know what? This would be really good if you're going to do a wine tail. 
if you want to just change the color and you want to add a little bit of, of sweetness, I didn't really get any of the tang, but it definitely has a fruity, a fruit sweetness, but a light one, like a melon and a couple of strawberries, not like a heavy, you just picked every strawberry off things. So that's where I'm at. Where are you at, sir? I ain't like it. Oh. It's too light. <laughs> it's just too light. And it's, it's too, it's, it's almost like drinking lightly sweetened juice. Yeah. Yeah, it's too light. I prefer to taste my alcohol. So your rating is a? I give it a, a one. Wow. Okay. I mean, it maybe it's better with food, but no. Yeah, on its own. Okay, well, I don't think I'll be breaking any more bottles anytime soon because I have no strength in my hand any longer. Um, so I'm regular like everybody else. So for this Chardonnay, it says a dry white white wine, crisp and fragrant with no oak aging. Oh, that's a baby Chardonnay. Mm. Yeah. And um, it says excellent with chicken, veal, uh, baked ham, and some... Ch- Who does it? <laughs> 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 my, my mouth got tangled up. What did it say? What's that word? Fettuccine? Yes. Okay. I always have an issue saying fettuccine. I, I never say it right. I, yes. So. <laughs> okay. That's just, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, yes. This, and that's what I was going to I was like, this seems like a premature Chardonnay. <laughs> Um, I feel like this needs to age. It's not bad. It's not buttery, but it is light. Mm-hmm. It does has it does have a crisp to it, which then allots the acidity that you taste, but it's not the acidity is not overbearing, but you know it's there. And it's there because it's light. Um, it doesn't have that Chardonnay for me, because I like stiff Chardonnays. Um, it doesn't have that kick to it. Uh, I feel like this might be a good introduction to Chardonnay to someone who doesn't, who was always like, oh no, Chardonnay, I don't like it. You know, it's just like a baby step into Chardonnay. Um, I feel like this might be cool to cook with. Mm. Yeah, just throw it in something. Yeah. Uh I think this might even be good with like a and I would say a lamb chop. But maybe it, it might be hit or miss depending on how big or how your lamb chop is seasoned. Put it that. Well, they did say veal, but what's yeah. the, what's the ABV on it? It's twelve point five. Yes. Oh seven. Um. So yeah, you'll get a nice little buzz. Um, my rating on this, keeping in mind it's a baby Chardonnay, it's going to be a. 
And we both just said it. A 3.25. And I'm giving it the 2.5 only because I feel like, honestly, if this ages just slightly, it would be good. And that's just my opinion. What about you? Okay. Baby, let me need you to pour me some more. I'm going to give this actually a four. I did enjoy this. Oh, wow. so you because, because it's a baby, it's not dry. <laughs> you do get the acidity at the end, but I'm okay with that because you do get the flavors. This would be good if you were making a pasta, if you blended it with some heavy whipping cream mm -hmm. to, make, to make your sauce. Yeah, it, would, it definitely would be awesome. Okay. It definitely would be awesome. Y'all, he, he done gave he done gave a Chardonnay over a, a full or two, right? Right, and, right. And, and I went in and here. And it's not prophecy. I went in here, right? right. I went in here with no hopes at all. I seen Chardonnay on the label, and I was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, on that crown note. <laughs> We are going to thank you for watching this week's episode. Um, we'd like to thank our not-so-much guests, our OGs, guys, for joining us today to talk about the foes and, what is it, foes and faux pas? The, man, the manhood and masculinity myths. Myths, yes, the, the myths of, of masculinity and manhood. It has been a wonderful conversation including dig uh, digressions. Um, oh, hush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be sure to join us each and every Wednesday for more laughs, more fun, and of course, more wine. We go live every last Saturday of the month. Not uh, this month. Not, this, not month. this month, though, because we are going live for our third year birthday. We time treat this year um so follow us on instagram for that date the time of the show we have something very special for you all um uh yeah and that'll be at 3 p.m easter standard time follow us at a little something the number two wine about on ig for the updates on that show and so much more that we have coming up down the line y'all vlogs about to start wine tastes about to start and not our wine house but the regular ones where we be going places and taste other people's stuff well, you know y'all we, we gonna get out the house okay we gonna be outside a little bit um so that season is coming up so please stay tuned uh follow us subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend join us in the comments below and remember as always there's nothing wrong with a little wine or a lot <laughs> See y'all next week.